0: and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice.
1: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling-medical-investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours
0: is not a loving God,
1: and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, Whatever podcasts are available.
0: Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening, you're listening to Broke Girl Broke Therapy. Girl therapy is <laughs> the too expensive. Too expensive. To your you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke
1: Girl Therapy. Try not to laugh while drinking. That's a really hard thing to
0: do. Rose, I'm so excited you're back.
1: We I haven't see, We haven't
0: seen each other since last year.
1: Stepmom jokes. That's actually one of my favorite things. I know it's, it's so corny. There's a it's lot of so corny. There's a lot so of true. like corny basic things I subscribe to, and one of them is that joke.
0: Really? I haven't seen you since last year. I just love it. It's just it's so, so funny. funny. It's so funny. Especially because like we're old now. So when we say it, it's, it's even, even funnier. Lamer. It's even
1: cornier. It's cornier. Like that's my favorite thing about well, I love aging for a lot of reasons, but one of them is that as I get older I can get cornier.
0: Yeah. But I feel like it suits your personality to like say those really corny things. Like only, oh, thanks. like a fair amount of people could get away with those type of jokes. Like if I say that, it sounds like I'm actually being like trying to like be like a funny. Filipino grandmother. Yeah,
1: and then if I do it like it's with like, you, cool it's like step-mom. everything.
0: Just everything sounds like <laughs> it sounds bad to say, but I really mean this in the the best way. Oh, oh I love you, it. Everything you say just sounds like a good joke
1: i'll take it yeah like my life right. my life is a really good joke it is a really good joke it has a great punchline i you always I, have i don't know how it's gonna end you but have it's a punchline
0: for everything so like and just the way you deliver like the way you talk it's just like you're doing stand-up it's just like who you are. like even off like you're just like that's, this that's just, just your personality and you're a writer being, so it's
1: like yeah it's being bipolar
0: oh shit <laughs>
1: Is it? (laughs) It's just masking. It's just hiding behind the fact that I'm like, I'm depressed. Let's make a joke. I mean, that's what comedy is for. Comedy
0: is just for masking depression. I'm not going to lie. I think that's
1: also why I didn't want to go into comedy like full time is comedians are the most depressing people people ever. And I was like, and that's why I kind of like was like, ooh, I'll stay on the outskirts of comedy by being a comedic writer and like, you know, working in drama rooms and like whatever because... Going to stand up shows, like they're so like the second they get off stage, they're like, they're, Okay, good night, everyone. Right. And it's just like what soul got snatched from your body, right, sir. Right.
0: And which is when they're on stage doing jokes, and yeah, it's just masking. It's just like because what they're doing is making fun of their pain.
1: Yes. And not in a productive way sometimes. No, yeah. I watched Ali Wong's comedy special though, and it was hilarious because she's just Funny. the queen. Right. Um but she does a very good job at it. But like, yeah, there's a lot of times where I feel like Ugh, sometimes comedians, man. Just,
0: like, it's okay. Yeah, one time I was at a comedy show, and this guy kept, like, you know, like, sometimes they'll, like, do, like, fan, like, audience engagement. Oh, like, a Rickles? Like, they'll, like, try to. he, like, for some reason just kept picking on me, and was just, like, he was talking about politics, and I think it was, like, during election year, and, you know, I was very passionate about all that. Um, I'm not saying the most educated person, but I was obviously very aware it was going on, and, you know, he's, like, made some, like, joke. And he like looked at me, he's like, you definitely don't look like you care about politics. And I was like, (laughs) excuse you? And my friend was pissed. And she's like, I think it's because you were, we were like the only women in there.
1: Oh, yeah. They got they go after the easy targets. Right. And so oh, and we were so front easy. row.
0: So they're like, oh, yeah, you look like you don't care about politics. And I didn't laugh. I was like.
1: Uh, and you should say you look like you don't care about washing your ass cheeks.
0: I should have said that. But see, I'm so not if I was funny. there, I was like, I should have been, been there. I should have been, been there.
1: Because uh, that's my favorite thing is that I, I know never to heckle a comedian. I'm very good at it. Heckle? I, like, I won't heckle a comedian. No. What do you mean heckle? Rude. You know, like, where like. I should like, have laughed
0: and, like, give it back to him. No,
1: no, no. Well, no. So, I think a heckle is an unprovoked thing. Like, this guy actually, like, opened the door. Yeah, and he
0: kept going. Like, he kept See? saying stuff to me, and I was like, dude, like.
1: Lay off me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I was laughing
0: at your jokes before. Like, why didn't I gotta, like, fucking pick on me? You fucking dick.
1: It's weirdo, right? But, like, usually heckling is just like when it comes from the audience first. Like, you have to let the comedian open the door, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like, when a comedian engages to you, it's like, okay, ready? I'm gonna bring you into this conversation. It's gonna be you and I and everything. Like, let's. Yes, but heckling is where you're telling a joke, you're pretending the audience isn't there, and then you have someone that's like, that's not funny. And it's like, first of all, this is a Beyonce show, not a Destiny's Child. Right. Don't need
0: backup singers, right? But I wouldn't. didn't even do that i was just like hmm. see
1: yeah and that's when comedians start doing that you just kind of look at them and they're like i'm sorry you couldn't go to prom
0: with me like right. what is wrong with you like why they're do you have weird. to choose the one brown girl in here now you just look
1: oh my god white. you should have just looked at his face and just been like you look racist yeah
0: <laughs> and he was a white man which was even worse i'm like <laughs> just you like... out of all people should shut the fuck up right now yeah right you should have especially you... i don't want to get canceled for that people are fucking sensitive
1: no fuck white people
0: white men specifically no white women suck (laughs) yeah
1: i mean honestly let's be honest white people are we're not doing well right now we're really not this is your chance 25 cents a day to help, but no, it's just kidding. No, I, was gonna, no, I was gonna say 25 cents a day to like pay a white person to go away, and not bother you. You know what oh, I mean? Like you too that. can pay a white person to leave you alone. Um, no, no, white people are, we're just, if we're not in on the joke, then we really are fucking up. Yeah, we're what? terrible. And I feel like white male comedians, and I'm ready to get canceled on this. I feel like sometimes white male comedians, there are ones that like get it. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. I feel like Neil Brennan's of right. the world, you know? He was, like, Dave Chappelle's, like, best friend mm-hmm. and, like, a great writer. He, like, gets it. Right. And he knows when to engage in the conversation and when not to. And then you got Joe Rogan's that are like, why was I invited? And you're like, okay, let's, like, you, you don't have to right. be at every show. You don't right. have to be in part of every conversation.
0: Right. You know?
1: <sighs> it's hard when you've had the entire world given to you.
0: Exactly. And then
1: you're told that you can't have this one you, thing, and it's like, wait.
0: Well, why not? Well,
1: why can't I say the N word? Why not? And it's like, I'm sorry, you're not okay with privilege and like better jobs and better health care and all that right. stuff. Yeah, but I want to be able to say that, and you're like, wait, really? Maybe you should get your priorities right. Right get your priorities white just kidding (laughs) introduce yourself hi welcome to broker therapy 20 (laughs) minutes in I'm you know what's hilarious about this podcast this episode in particular is you're drinking coffee I'm drinking
0: coffee this is an
1: a.m. show and by a.m. I mean a daytime television show
0: this is daytime
1: this is daytime tv man That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
0: This is the story of Harry Dallowance and how he rose from
1: nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my god, are we Michelle Visage and what's her name? Um we were the just view? talking about no no no, no th- they have a co- they have a show now. It's homegirl from who used to be the Scientologist. We were just talking oh, about it. Leah her.
0: Remini Remedy, yes.
1: Remedy. Remedy. CR Leah. <laughs> Leah. Leah and Michelle Fassage no, no, no. from RuPaul's Drag Race. They have a the daytime oh my god, show. Too. And it's oh my god, it's hilarious. Because it's just funny. them, two Jersey girls just shit talking. Right. Um but you
0: know Introduce yourself. Hi guys, it's me, Stephanie <laughs>
1: I told you to do it. I told you to do it. Your host for Therapy.
0: And if you haven't heard yet, Rose motherfucking McAleese is here. And mind you guys, mind you, right before we recorded, she was yawning and saying how tired she was and that we need to get to it. But then as soon as like we just started sitting down and talking, it just went like, oh, you're
1: so good at turning it on
0: and off you're so good you're very talented in that way it's my lithium now
1: <laughs> I'm back on meds so <laughs> I'm not getting I really am my thyroid looked fine so my doctor was like you should take lithium
0: oh my gosh. um I'm on Prozac oh my god way to go hey look at us medicated babes I know I actually feel like it's helping like my anxiety is better
1: yeah I mean let's be honest the best thing about medication is that it's it's meant to help you right, right. it's not supposed to make your situation worse. Right. And I feel like, you know, I was off, as you know, I was off medications for about mm, a year, almost two, two yeah. years. Yeah. Like a year and a half, almost two years. And now that I'm back on it, I'm like, okay, like let's actually like start from like fresh and see what's happening. Cause right. the four prongs is sleep and exercise, medication, support systems and therapy. Right. And like those four are basically how you get mental health. Right, Junie?
0: Yeah. Junie is just a part of the show. Junie is
1: she is really the mascot and the greatest therapist because she just you know exists.
0: Yeah, she does make me feel a lot better. Like having a pet is very helpful. Mm, I don't know. Well, because your dog is crazy. My dog is
1: crazy. (laughs) There are so many times where I was like, "Oh my god!" I wanted to get a dog to help me with my anxiety, and I got a dog with anxiety. (laughs) Like.
0: Oh my God, Alyssa
1: will tell you. Dude, so your dog does have she, really bad The worst anxiety. We <laughs> so get the, the worst anxiety. We drop off Alyssa off at work, right? Yeah. And I have bats with me because we're going to go to the dog park. I, right. Well, I'm sorry. There's a child that needs to go to the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Sorry. See, this is why you don't do shows in the am, right? Because you hear kids you out have there children. running around. Oh my God, yeah. Junie! Thank God you're not one of those kids. Oh. Um. But, no, we had Alyssa in the car. We dropped Alyssa off. I'm in the car still. Yeah. I, I'm her owner. Right, right. Alyssa gets out and baby bats <laughs> and like freaking and like cha- running back and forth. I'm sorry. I don't have a dog car seat because I don't have money. She's like running back and forth in this thing. and it's just literally she just hates when anyone leaves.
0: Right. Oh, it doesn't yeah, matter she... who it is.
1: You left my house and I'm like, I'm still here. And she's like, but Stephanie's leaving. The party's <laughs> over. And I'm like, can you calm down? And she's like, no. I... Yes. And she like She shakes. gets so
0: anxious and so she starts humping. Oh
1: my God. Everything. Everything. <laughs> it used to be just me. Now she humps everything. Yeah. she gotten to this point right now where she will see a pillow and she'll be like i can hump that or (laughs) so she like the biggest one is the chair corners like watching that dog try to wrap her body around a chair corner and hump it i'm like you're gonna get splinters woman you need to calm down and she's fixed Uh, yeah still broken though (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter like she's still like (laughs) <laughs> she's just i don't know she's all over she's still broken she's still broken though but um yeah so my dog is she's entertainment if anything yeah. she does make me like calm the f down and animals do help with anxiety but
0: yeah
1: i mean more so i look at bats and i just go like oh, please don't die
0: I you know, know. that's you my get big really ad- even if they're like crazy you just get attached to them
1: yeah like i'll kill you you know what I mean? Like, I, but I don't want any, you know what I mean? Like, you've pushed me to a point. Peter, a Sorry, PETA. But I mean, like, there are points where I've been like, I'm oh, like, I want to murder you. And then I think about her dying and I'm like, oh, you can't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, lithium's been great. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been like a week, though. It's not like, and it's okay. such a low. Because you know, I'm sober, so any drug right. I take is just like, such, a,
0: like it's 10, 10, yeah, yeah, times 10. Times 10. So it's like the
1: lowest dose ever. <laughs> but it's been nice. It's kind of getting back into that and getting back into normal therapy, which has right. been super tight and everything. But uh, we got on that because I've been gone, right?
0: Yeah, we haven't talked since we did the sex or the and just like that review, which we were supposed to do an episode every week. And I'm sure some people are probably like, if they care, they're like, where,
1: where's the other episode? Where are those bonus episodes? Well, if it helps, I guess the entire show.
0: Well, yeah, and also like it, the holidays hit, we all got COVID. Co- we
1: all got COVID. Oh yeah, we got COVID literally the same time, the right? Same time, yeah. I got it in Mexico and was stranded,
0: and I got it in Texas and, and stranded. I was stranded. There you go. And like, and then yeah, and it just felt nothing. Felt nothing. Felt nothing. And then like my birth, it was just like so many things happened that it was just like so hard to do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then my job got extended for two
1: more weeks. Mm. So then I had to go do, I had to do that. We were supposed to end on the 30th and then literally ended Monday. Right. So that was like another thing on top of that. Right. And because I got COVID, but but thankfully vaccinated and boosted, that's why I don't think it was as bad. Yeah. Um, so get vaccinated. Yeah. People. Cause
0: we had like no symptoms.
1: None. But doesn't mean that COVID not scary. Right. It is scary. It is scary. But being vaccinated and boosted helped. But then I just stayed in Seattle longer because I was just like, I didn't want to get on a plane again either because also like the way that the variants were changing, I was like, I'm not trying to get anything new like, let me just stay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to like collect them all like Pokemon. (laughs) Like I just want to get the one variant and like keep it pushing. Right, right, right,
0: right. right, So yeah, there was
1: like a lot of that shit and
0: so much has happened. So much has happened. But you predicted the whole thing anyway. I
1: predicted the entire... So I feel like
0: there you go. That was our review. (laughs) That's your review. And it's so crazy
1: because even my friends were like, how did... It's like because... I, you know, we've talked about this. I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I did too.
0: I just enjoyed it. I got bored sometimes, but I just love them so much that I'm just going to keep watching. No matter if they're just sitting there, like, having tea, which pretty much that's what they do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. But,
1: like... Did you ever find yourself getting bored and then being like, that outfit is so cute. Yes. But like being caught like by her
0: hair I yes. love her hair and
1: being caught by people in the background and being yeah. like, Oh my God, she's adorable in that jumpsuit. And I'm like, Oh wait, what are they saying? Oh, she's talking about her period again. Okay. Great. That's how I, then- I feel
0: when I watch like the Kardashians, like I obviously get no, like I, I do
1: stimulate yeah. well,
0: from the conversation. Like a the plot line, I don't give a fuck. I just like looking at the hair and the outfit. Yeah, like that's all I care about when I watch it.
1: Yeah, who are you wearing? Right, like easy, you, you know. Wait, we, oh, we'll, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, do we talk about that? Should we talk about that? We had a whole. <sighs> uh, we me, did. You and, and Jess just had a whole conversation about it. I just, you know, I we're on the same like wavelength. Yeah, of there's how we nothing feel.
1: really. I just it think just, it's abuse. Is oh, a really sure. difficult subject. It is. And it's really hard to negotiate and it's really hard to talk about. But like he is exhibiting abusive oh, behaviors. behaviors. And that's just, that's it. And people
0: it. are rooting him on. Yes. And, and you're mad at me for still following him on Twitter I, or Instagram. A little bit. Just because I'm kind of like, what? And then are you subtweeted me and you're like, I can't believe people I know so
1: much. To be to be fair though, I didn't know it was you.
0: Okay, okay. I
1: thought it was like there are three people that I know that like shit talk about Kanye so much and then I like was like curious. I was like, "Huh, I wonder if A, B and C follow." And then I saw that they did and I was like you guys shit talk about him, but you still I, for you, it's fine, it's whatever, okay, sure. I but like, you outed
0: yourself to I, be yeah, fair. I did. I did out myself. I was like, oh, but no, because because I do. I love and hate Kanye. You know, mm-hmm. I I I think he is such a creative genius, but I still think that like he needs to calm the fuck down. You know, yeah. like I don't, there's no excuse for his behaviors, no matter what it is, mental health, how creative he is or how much power or money. Like, I don't care. I think his behaviors are dangerous. Yeah. And, um, but as an artist, I don't know. It's weird. Cause it's like, do you really want to support an artist? That's, I don't know. It's just like, it's hard. It's a catch 22. It it's because, very weird because it's like, I don't, Here's the thing it's like, I don't think he's a horrible person, but I think he's doing horrible things.
1: Yes. Yes. I And, you know, I agree, and especially in the sense of, like, how people were... I mean, I haven't liked the way people are talking about his mental health. You know what I mean? Yeah. As someone who also is bipolar, I'm just kind of like like it's awkward it's weird people saying things like this is going to be a great new album i'm like he is not having a mental breakdown for, for your, your entertainment for your album right? yeah for your entertainment for your album like that's Seems disgusting sucked, yeah. so that makes me think then like fans are like and I that's just, crazy the,
0: the kids i care more about that yeah. like i'm i'm people are like are you team like kim or kanye i'm like i'm, I'm team the, team, the chidge. I'm, chidge. I'm kardashian west the, chidge <laughs> the kids the chidge kids kids <laughs> i'm team the children the i'm children. like more concerned for them like I hope they're not seeing this. I hope this, like...
1: They're in a bubble. I hope they're in a, they're in a bubble in
0: a weird way and just not, like, seeing as much. But I'm pretty sure they are, you know? Yeah. Especially North, who's Ugh. obviously more... Older. C- older and more capable of seeing it. So I'm just team them over yeah. any any of the parents. I couldn't so, agree more.
1: I mean, you know, and also the fact that I feel like, you know, Kim's, like, I, in a weird way, I never thought, and, like in my entire life that i would like feel genuinely bad for kim you right, know what i mean cuz right. most of the time i'm just kind of like eh whatever i don't everything. really you, you have like, everything i don't really think anything of you but like no one should be going no what she sh- she's going through and yeah. so many people do that's the thing that like i think is really terrifying with the whole kim and kanye thing is that men do this all the fucking time all the time right they do yeah. this love bombing and these like weird things that like you know and you know and then people's reactions are like just go back to him so then we don't have to deal with it and it's like that's just mm-hmm disgusting and unhealthy the entire thing is just extremely unhealthy and I think what the problem is is that Kanye made it such a public conversation when it didn't need to be Right. right. This is just be, this should just be, we should be them. left
0: out of the group chat.
1: Yeah. Like and this... we were invited in. And even yeah. the fact that his team was like, let him have his whole weekend. And then they went in and just deleted everything. You're just kind of like, good. This is right. awkward. And then him going after people like Billy. Eil- like right. the girl's a teenager. Leave Ar- her alone. Mac Miller, <laughs> He's dead. Mac Miller is, he is a great human. Also don't come after Mac Miller. He's an amazing artist. I will
0: say though, that <laughs> I do love that. He calls him skeet.
1: <laughs> Oh my god, that's so weird. That was just like this. That's um, funny, but you know he and you know up. he was sitting there with his little hood over his face. <laughs> Kanye's like, "What's going to cut?" Skeet. <laughs> that's funny. It's just like, and himself. he's showing it to all his yes men, and they're like, "Yeah, that's hella funny, Kanye." Right, you yeah. know. But yeah, the whole Kim and Kanye thing is just really heartbreaking because uh, it's starting a conversation, but I think people are looking at it in the wrong way, but abuse comes in many different ways. And he is literally emotionally abusing the shit out of this poor woman and throwing their kids in the middle of it. And that, that we know as just young people of just having our parents have Marital problems behind closed doors. To then have everyone on your everyone block have knows. an opinion on that, and it's
0: gonna be documented forever. Millennium. For There's yeah. gonna be
1: documentaries about this shit. Right. It's just so. It's just heartbreaking. Like and even I, if
0: the kids don't know what's going on now, they'll see it in the future. Yeah, because it's gonna be brought up. People are gonna bring it up to them. They're gonna somehow come across it, and it's it could, because they have so much power versus like if our parents gone through something and we were little they could completely hide it and we yep. probably won't even know
1: it'll probably be maybe if it if anyone's gone a case so it will have like you know just like paperwork and that's pretty much it but right. like
0: but there's not like that, you can't no. google that shit you know and so the kids are going to be able to like have that be popped up so that's really scary uh. so i'm just team kids and i hope that like they figure it out and yeah we're just left out of the group chat as entertaining and haha it is it's just I really don't I really don't want to be it's the what's
1: price happening. the price of the mental health on these kids is not worth the like it's entertainment not. value. it's not you know what I mean even the skeet nickname like <laughs> as as we chuckle on that it's still not it's, worth it's it not you know what thing. I mean yeah but I mean, it's one of those things where I'm just like I I have no opinion on Kanye because I just think he's a piece of shit at this point. You know what I mean? The, like, that's, that's it. I just think right. that what he's doing is so terrible and everything. But, again, I'm not here to judge his mental health and say that what's happening is because he's bipolar. I just think that, first of all, he lost his mom, and then he just recently lost his best friend. Right. And he is in a very fragile state, and I just hope that, like, you know, Everything works out. But right, right now, bro, I'm not a fan of you.
0: <laughs> right. It, there's so no excuse for the behaviors that, you know. Yeah. So I just hope that he learn, He at least learned something from this, and it's the end of that.
1: Whatever that is. Whatever that
0: is. Yeah. At least, you know, if you're going to have, like, beef, at least not have to do with, like, your family. Like, yeah, you and Pete like, can have your own little, little corny whatever, beef. But don't right. bring your
1: poor wife and children into and, that yeah, shit. Yeah, and just... It, and yeah. also don't be posting Kim's text. Like literally, that woman is pleading her No, oh, I love I that you're talking
0: directly this. to him, like as if he's even heard of Brooklyn No, because
1: now his fans are probably gonna come after me and be like, she's a bitch. And I'm like, you know what's worse? Is like I feel like Kanyes are creating like new incel boys. Right. Like it's just something about like Kanye like de- like Kanye stands that just scare the shit out it's of a, me. It's a it's a cult. Oh my god. Those I'm the that nope. <laughs> They just terrify me because right. I'm like, you really think what he's doing is okay? You really, really,
0: really, there's people who really back up like his actions, even like the toxic ones. It's like, come on, that's like, I love graduation, but not that much, right? You know, there's a lot of amazing artists out there. Connie yeah, is not the only one,
1: he's not. I can name six off of them the top of my head. I can name all the K artists that I think are great. I think Kendrick Lamar, there's a there the K go. one, you know what I mean? Uh, Casey Musgraves. She's country, but she's cool. Like, you want me to go through the K's? I will. You got Chris Cross. One of them died, but you know, the other one's still alive. Great throwback. You got um, should I keep doing I this? Like this. Or are you this gonna is change? Fun. Kylie Minogue. She's amazing. She's great, you know? Um wait, this is so much fun. I know, Courtney, there's... no, no, Courtney Love spells it with a C. Yes.
0: Yeah, um, this is fun. I want you to conference. Oh okay. my God.
1: Okay, wait. Uh we I'm got good at this. We have... Ooh, I was going to say Uncle Cracker, but I don't know if he's done anything problematic. He's friends with Kid Rock, who's not a good K uh, artist. Yeah. Wow, i really <laughs> going down you this. You I need to... Uh, KRS-One! Here, that's a great... You want to talk about, listen to great hip-hop, KRS-One. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> okay, I need to stop. Okay, let's get into some emails. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's just go. avoid oh, whatever vomit I just said on your podcast that will live forever. I can never run for office. I thought about that the other day.
0: Why? Because of this show? Yeah.
1: (laughs) For this show and then just for like... I mean, not that I've ever said anything too problematic, but I've probably
0: said... But someone could always twist and turn something.
1: Oh, people have apparently. What do you mean? Apparently
0: there's been like
1: things in our... Remember there was a woman that was like, you don't like white people. And I was like... yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're like,
1: I am... I mean sometimes i don't like white people but like, like i enjoy myself you right? know you're
0: like i like me <laughs> i like i think you know i'm i'm, I'm all i right oh yeah you know? we yeah there's always people that like start shit it's okay it's just uh, people get bored yeah there's that email looks trolls. too long this is a sh- medium
1: this, that's a schmedium. you're reading it
0: okay <laughs> i think they yeah they they're specifically asking for you
1: You're asking for me? Yes. Oh, my God. I hate when this happens. Why? (gasps) Because I just get so nervous. We're not going to call them.
0: Okay. Oh, we're not? No. Oh,
1: okay. Thank God. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I like my blood pressure went up and down. I mean, we love calling you guys. We do, but I just get so nervous because, like, like, I I don't do well on phone calls. I want people to know. You hate phone
0: calls. I hate phone calls. I can never FaceTime you. You get so annoyed.
1: Okay, but you also FaceTime at, like, the when I'm like, woman, I have Cheeto like stains i don't care i want
0: to see the cheeto stains i want to see everything why i don't care i, I love wanna, it when it's i want to look good for you boo you don't have to i don't, so to. Nice I don't want you to look good for me out my catches oh Junie.
1: see Junie agrees with me like She's i love mom?
0: just like a casual face time where you don't have to have the good angles I don't for your have... birthday i'll let you well my birthday just passed i
1: know so i'll wait until 2023
0: <laughs> <laughs> so next year <laughs> that was shady because i was like it was in
1: january it's february i got <laughs> i got 10 months to get my shit together okay anyway sorry okay let's get to this email
0: Ooh, they're talking okay they want me okay subject is my family is a hot mess okay yeah. are you my cousin okay, they said sorry. trigger warning death yes. oh, oh. oh fuck okay let's do
1: this <laughs> let's do it
0: oh no i've done, been trigger there done that. okay let's go i love that they gave a tr- trigger warning though because okay hey stephanie there's a ph it's spelled enough love you though thank you Hey, Stephanie, I would love for you and Rose to give me some advice on this situation. I love the pod. I'm honestly super excited that you have been taking emails to give advice. Thanks. I love doing this. So send me more. We love you. Rogoltherapy.com. Send me your, there's a contact sheet you guys could fill out. 18 and over.
1: Yes, (laughs) please.
0: I love the advice that you and, and guest on the pod give. I need advice on what to do about some family tea I just found out. We, we both took like a <laughs> big deep breath because we know the family tea is family always, tea is
1: okay. always the most intense. Okay,
0: I know you usually have relationship advice on the pod, but I really need advice on what to do in this situation. It's okay, we take any type of advice.
1: Yes. So we're, for, we're on the therapy side of broke girl right yeah, now. Okay, right, yeah. yeah, gotcha.
0: <laughs> so for some background information, I'm 24. I have a younger brother who is 20, and our biological mom passed away in August of 2007 when oh. I was 10. And my younger brother was six. She had cancer and didn't make it. My dad and mom were divorced before she passed. Ooh, this is hard. Okay.
1: Oh, my God. As someone who had a mom who had cancer, okay.
0: I have a stepmother and two step-siblings. My dad and stepmom were dating shortly after my mom and dad got divorced. So my dad and I aren't very close because for years he has chosen my stepmother over my brother and I. Put her feelings over ours and has always been on her side. Wow. I moved out when I was around 19 because I could not deal with the toxicity anymore. My brother had to live there and finish school. And then after he graduated, my dad moved to Florida. She's like, I'm still located in Illinois, along with my brother and step siblings. I went to my aunts, my mom's sisters, for Christmas I love, go- I love going over there because I get to hear stories about my mom and get told that I'm similar to my mom in so many ways. That's
1: <laughs> so beautiful. Oh, that's so
0: beautiful. She was an amazing person. I can only hope to be as good as a human being as she was. Well, my aunt slipped up talking shit about my stepmom. I don't really get along with her, so I find it pretty humorous usually. She said that my dad had been cheating on my mom with my stepmom. So he had been seeing her while she- he was still married to my mom. My mom blurred this out at a family Christmas. My brother looked like he was about to punch the wall. Okay. I don't know if asthma. <laughs> I told her to stop talking about the whole situation. She apologized later and said that she would have been so mad at herself if we never wanted to see or talk to her again. I don't blame her. She shouldn't have brought it up, but it happened, and she can't take it back, but I'm not upset with her. I would actually like to get together and actually talk about it one-on-one my brother is pissed because he was actually asked uh, he actually asked my dad about this before my dad has denied it through and through Mm, of course he will yeah yeah i don't know what to do i honestly don't think i'm going to say anything about it because i'm definitely someone who is uncomfortable with confrontation also it would have probably been when i was like nine or 15 years ago give or take I was like nine, so 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. give or take. I just don't want to open up a can of worms and hurt a bunch of people, you know? But also, that's so shitty. My mom had brain cancer, and you're out here cheating on her?
1: Uh, okay.
0: But also, my aunt may not be telling the truth. I just have no clue how to react. I would still talk to my brother about it, but my brother doesn't really communicate with me or anyone in my family. My boyfriend thinks he may, not, he may not talk to me because I look so much like my mom. But my brother won't talk to me about his feelings. Thanks to, my, thanks to my dad's toxic masculinity being instilled in his brain since he was younger, he hates talking about my mom. Hates showing any sort of emotions, honestly, which makes me sad. But I've tried to poke him about it, but he doesn't want anything to do with talking about his feelings. I'm sorry that this is kind of a sad story. I just don't have anything to say about a relationship because my boyfriend is an amazing human being and our 2-year mm. anniversary is just around the corner. Oh. No, I don't care. You guys could send me any questions that you want, especially if you feel like you just want to let it out and even just writing this, I'm sure you just writing ah, the this
1: therapy of that. The
0: therapy of it. Like I'm in full support and we'll be able to give you hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. our advice. Um give a take. I mean we're not professionals, so we can't, you know.
1: But that age old conundrum of yeah. opening the can of worms, right? So you get this information from your family and then you're kinda like, uh it's this I don't know if anyone I don't know if anyone watches Succession, but there is in the first season. This guy gets information he can't tell anyone. Legally, he can't tell anyone, but he has to. So he pulls in poor uncle, I mean poor cousin Craig into the room just to be like, I'm not supposed to tell you this information. So if the feds come, now you know the information. So you're also gonna have the shit fall on you, right? And it's this like weird thing where it's like right. I can't carry this burden anymore, so I need to give you that burden. Right. <clears throat> when it comes to the idea that you're not quite sure if the what the can of worms is it true or not. I wouldn't open it then. Right. Right. Like there's still this whole, obviously your aunt probably has a lot of hostility towards your father because that was her sister and having to watch. And and, she lost her sister. And she lost her sister. And there's probably a lot of pain. I'm not saying that your aunt is a liar. I just feel like that she probably has a lot of like processing that she still needs to do, especially if your father is not willing to even try to communicate with anyone from that family. And that's really hard to carry what I would do for your brother, though, is I would try to at least, like, send him, like, a, hey, this is probably for you, really hard for you to talk about right now, but I do think at some point in your life, um, I think it would be healthy for you to talk about it and what happened to our mom and just give that to him. Right. And then not ask for any, like, never have an expiration date on that. Just be like, I'm opening this channel of communication. Yeah. Um, You know, I loved mom as much as you love mom. It's a hard thing to process, but I'm here for you. And then just let that exist. Just that's the can of worms I think you should open up is like, do you ever want to talk about our mom? Just let me know if you do.
0: Right. And I think that's great advice because, you know, I kind of went through a similar situation, not with a parent having cancer, but uh, with my parents divorcing, Um, my mom like did this, like cheated on my dad and We I I found out when I was like sixteen, so I was obviously old enough to know what was going on and knew that it was wrong. And also at that age everything is so heightened. You're like, oh my God, cheating. Like it's just like so crazy, you know. First
1: time you're experiencing any of these emotions. So they feel so like intense.
0: Intense. And it's like your own parents, you Mm -hmm. know, so it's even more intense. And I, you know, like I have two brothers, you know, from the same parents, obviously. So it we all looking back, like, we all kind of dealt with the trauma differently. Like, yep. we forget that, like, we always think of, like, our siblings as, like, the side characters in our lives. But, like, they're, like, their own main <laughs> character in their life. Yep. You know, like, they We're have, the side
1: character in their the life. We're
0: the <laughs> side character in their <laughs> life. So, like, to them, like, their trauma, like, they're dealing with it and they deal with it differently. They have taken what they've experienced differently, even though it was the same thing. Like, for me, like, me and my brother have talked about... Honestly, just recently when I was there over Christmas, we kind of just talked about like our traumas with our parents. Mm. And for me, like my trauma, because we both have trauma with like our mom specifically, our dad's a different thing, but like our mom specifically is like the biggest thing that was always like an issue for us. But for me, it was like the biggest trauma was like during my adolescence, like yep. when I was really small. But my brother's trauma comes from like when he was more in the teenager.
1: Oh my God. And he's older than you. No,
0: he's younger. Oh, He's younger than you. Yeah. Two years Interesting. younger. Interesting. So yeah, we kind of just talked about it and granted like it's been, we would never talk about it before. Like this, we never really were like vulnerable when we were younger to have these conversations. Cause I think we were just still processing it.
1: Yeah. But you're now you were still in the, you still in the still middle in of it. it. Yeah.
0: Right. But now that we're older and we obviously have gone through shit, we've gone to therapy. We've, reflected and we've processed you know now we're able to have like such a open and vulnerable conversation about it and I think if I would have forced him to do it when we were younger it would have been a different conversation because he probably didn't know like he kind of sounded like how this person's brother is like where it was just very quiet to themselves and like doesn't want to talk about it like he just seemed really my older brother was like obviously visibly more angry but my younger brother, the one I'm talking about, he was kind of like, you could tell he was struggling, but he was kind of just to himself. Yep. And because that's just the way that he processed yep. things. And so now that he's in a more emotionally stable and he's older and he's, you know, like we could have those like grown conversations. I think it just would have been so different back then. Because
1: he would have probably maybe got defensive if you right. like forced it upon it.
0: Right. And
1: with, you know, this person's like, in incident too it seems as though she is the oldest mm-hmm. so it's like you were aware of what was happening more than probably your siblings yeah. and your siblings mm-hmm. deal with what I call the adult whispering where you know something is wrong but you're not quite sure so in your mind you start thinking like I was the youngest so then right. I start thinking the worst of things when right. my sister was getting the full story and so with this girl it feels as like show she's getting the full story she's getting all the backgrounds because the adults are probably seeing her as more of an adult versus her younger siblings who are getting the adult whispering and being like I can feel the tension because younger siblings tend to be more emotional and can feel like sensitivity where older siblings tend to be a little more like black and white and like this yes no you know right Um, she's doing the older
0: sibling thing where she's worrying about like protecting them yeah protecting and like just being like hey like I'm here I'm here and wanting to be that and I think just you know I think what your advice was saying is like hey like when you're ready, let's talk about like having yes. that kind of open door conversation whenever it's time for you. So they know that they can come to you, Yeah. but definitely being patient and like, just give him that space to process yeah. and be there when he's ready to talk about it. And
1: it might seem like such a little thing, right? but just allowing someone to have that platform in that room to be like, yo, this, like I'm down to talk about whenever you want, you'll be surprised at how many people are like, but, oh, right. Yeah. Like yeah. they're like, Oh shit. Like I never just as simple. Cause you're not forcing them. It's just kind of like, Hey, just I'm when here. you're ready, it's the consent of it all. You right. know what I mean? Cause it feels as though the information you got from your aunt, there was no consent involved. Your aunt just blurted out. And right. it's like, obviously that's how she processes. So she's getting it out of her. And right now you can't go to the other source which is your dad. He's just right. not willing to do it because no. I mean, I don't want to like air my family's laundry, but literally <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to literally something like this kind of happened in my family. Right. Um I had an aunt who had MS and her husband was kind of stepping out on her. And one of the things that I took away from that situation, keep in mind, I that that entire situation was a huge bottle of adult whispering. Like I didn't right. know what was happening, but I was very aware of that. Like, obviously we side with my aunt because she's amazing. She can't help the fact that she had MS. Right. She's the she's the victim in the situation. But retrospectively watching her two kids being in the middle of it and seeing what happened to them, my whole thing is that a father just wasn't being a father at that time.
0: Kind of going back to Kanye and Kim, right? Now. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, because it
1: was like you, what you're doing is that, right. like, you right. can't process this terrible thing that's happening to your wife right and that was provider. not planned you guys we had no idea this we had email, no idea right. this was going to happen i but didn't
0: read <clears throat> like pre-read this email i just what? saw that was, they wanted it for rose yeah. Dee, dee, dee. yeah they just knew
1: rose loves pop culture so right. they're like she'll understand <laughs> but this idea that you yourself are still a human but you have to remember there is a sacrifice that happens when you become a father that you need to become a dad first yeah and instead of being like i don't know how to fix this i'm just gonna go make something instead right, right. so it's like i men are you know not all men, but men are like, I want to fix it. I want to fix it. I want to fix it. Oh, I can't. Let me just rebuild. Right. And so that's what basically, you know, my aunt's husband did is that she, he just went off to just go make a new family, kind of right, in a way. He felt helpless. He felt helpless, you know. And then in retrospect, when my mom got cancer, watching my dad like I mean my father they're still married they're still together my dad never stepped out on my mom but like watching my dad have to process that because my dad is he is very aware of how amazing my mother is and watching him just be like oh fuck she could die right and just like seeing that in him made me realize like oh my dad is just human Right. Like he is just a person. Like he is just as affected by this as my mom. And like let's be honest, none of us had to go through the cancer. My mom had the worst end of the stick. She's right. the one that had cancer, right? right? But to see how I love
0: your mom so much. I know Shout she's great. K K-Dot. Dot's the best. I want to give you
1: a um, big hug, K Dot. She's I mean, she's a survivor of cancer, which is really mm. great. And it's, you know, this idea that like with my dad, like It it, weirdly enough, when it was happening, I kept thinking about my aunt and her husband and just being like, these are the two sides of it. Like my dad... Dove himself into it. I mean, he like, he brought twinkle lights into my mom's cancer room and like, really like was like, you know, built in, like changed the way that our, our bathroom was so that my mom could go in and out because she wasn't going to be able to walk with one leg, like moved his entire stuff so that she could sleep downstairs, you know, right now he could be a little more, um, sensitive, you know, but like whatever, but in that moment, He's he's human. Right. And so in that moment, I think with, you know, our dear reader, she is trying in a weird way to be both the parents to right. her siblings, and you—you you don't need to be, yeah, because you like you know it's it's obviously your mother left the best parts of her in you, and you have to keep that alive. I'm
0: cry! Oh my god, please don't. <laughs> but it just sounds like she's getting seems... her emotions through me. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm such a like you're an media, impact. I'm an impact, yeah. so I like. I like if, if they're sitting here right now, like I could feel what they would be feeling. Just yeah. My advice. But
1: she, it's, you look like her and you seem to want to take care of the family like her. You're nurturing. And You're loving. nurturing. And I think it's. That's so beautiful. It's amazing. And it's, I think it's one of those things that within that, I think your mom. Was in a scary situation, but I feel like what would she do with your, your dad? Would she forgive him? Like, would it be, would it be helpful for her to still like hate him to this day? You know what I mean? And with that, you have to understand that your brothers might not be feeling the same way because are your brothers going through, and this is just me asking questions. I'm not saying anything. They process
0: trauma differently.
1: Do they think they're going to be your dad?
0: Right. Do they think, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. Like, Like, honestly,
0: like sometimes I have that fear of like, you know, I've. Me and my mom are, like, better now. Like, we've definitely worked on a relationship. But, like, it took, like, 30 years to get to this point. You know, there's still work to do. But, like, most of my trauma comes from her because she's just, like, very, you know, extreme. And so I always have this fear. And my dad is, like, very sweet, very, you know. And, like, I've always had this fear, like, oh, shit. Because, like, I am my mom's daughter. Am I going to be just like my mom? She's made those mistakes. So I can imagine being, you know, the son of a man who did this and being so disappointed in him and being like, fuck, like I, like, am I, am I going to be like this?
1: Is this my role model?
0: Yeah. And so it's, and then sometimes you can't help but kind of mimic those things, even though deep down you like hate it. So it's probably this battle of like, you know, he hates how his dad is. And then he like, become not every, everyone's like this but i'm sure maybe because you're saying that he has the toxic masculinity the same thing that like the dad kind of goes through but it's because like he yeah he's probably can't talk about the mom because he feels like he probably doesn't like himself because he feels like his dad
1: yeah and i i feel like also with your father and his toxic masculinity so that's a different
0: set of trauma exactly like he's, you feel like you're like your mom imagine how he feels being yeah like, You know. And
1: in in a way, and I think one of the things is in a way you both technically lost your both your parents in a weird way. Right. One physically and one emotionally. Right. And that's always so hard, too, because the emotional one, you're like, that can be fixed. Right. And as you know, 30 years later, like it takes a long time. Yeah. yeah. And this happened in 2007. You know what I mean? This was like nearly 20 years ago, but that doesn't mean anything can change. And especially when you have this aunt that is also dealing with a lot of probably her own stuff in the sense that she like needed to tell you the secret, whether it's true or not. Whether the, I think that's also a point, whether that information is true or not, how does it really change anything, right? Like it doesn't necessarily, I feel like personally change the storyline of your mother's passing was affected by everyone's in your family was affected by your mother's passing, but more so I don't think at this point it matters anymore right like because he's with that woman he has a family with that woman it kind of just trudges up a lot of stuff that distracts from the bigger conversation which is you trying to connect with your siblings right whether or not your dad cheated on her before or after I think the more important part is whether or not your siblings have been able to process correctly
0: you know right right yeah no that's great advice that's so true
1: Yeah, because I think that like the semantics and details, probably if, you know, you found that information maybe sooner, like in 2009, 2010 or something, maybe. But like with the idea of space and time, obviously your father has a relationship with this woman that he cheated on. So like, who is this woman, if not someone that he used to basically mask and cope with his process of losing his wife to something so horrific as brain cancer that he is just like out of sight, out of mind. Right. Where you guys were in, oh my god, the Kim and Kanye. You guys were the kids, and like who was protecting the kids and taking care of y'all. And right now, it seems like you really want to be the nurturer in your family, which is amazing and great. But to be the nurturer in the family means to be patient. Not yeah. everyone is willing to want your help immediately. <laughs> you have to just be like, my help is there. Um, it would just be sitting there. It's a salad, so it's not going to get cold. You know what I mean? Right, like, it's right. you, it'll be there. You know, I'll refresh it, but like, you right. have to just be like, "Hey, brother, how are you doing? Right? Do you want to talk about it? Okay, not today. Let me know.
0: Right? Yeah, I love that. <sighs> let's do another one. Okay. Let's do. Wait, let's, I hope that was helpful. If it I wasn't, you can too, DM me. I feel like I kind of <laughs> got therapy through that. Did you really? I'm so it glad is, it right, because I feel like I know how it feels. You know, and now I can imagine, like, like I said, like my mom did that to my dad and they're, you know, obviously my dad is so sweet and so yeah. kind. I was like, team poppy. Like we love pops. He's the greatest. He's the, greatest. <laughs> the greatest. You know, he's great. But um we kind of always had, like, I think a lot of us had resentment towards my mom for the mistake that she did. Right. And so. And your mom is human. And my mom is human and i so i can't imagine going I'm understanding how that feels but now a parent is deceased and like not having the full answers to certain things you yeah know? and it's um yeah like it's really confusing and I, I get you and i sympathize and just like i think closure's everything hard. closure is hard but i think everything that you just said you know, was really powerful. And I, I felt like I learned something from it. No, so thank thanks, you. Boo.
1: It's because I had Junie in my lap and I was just absorbing all you, her greatness.
0: I feel like she's like a spiritual being. Dude, that's why I want her eyeballs. <laughs> you said that and I'm like, I what? I said that. If yes. she
1: can, I don't think she can die because I think she's like a creature from Spirited Away or Kiki's delivery service. Oh but yeah. If she's, she could. Should I
0: be Kiki's Delivery Service like for Halloween? Halloween? Get yourself a red bow and a broom and call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Wait,
1: Wait would Brian, do you think Brian would dress up as the boy that she has a oh, like a oh my god? Probably Probably not. Little checkered shirt. Oh my okay, god. I don't never even mind. think he's Brian. like ever seen
0: Kiki's delivery service. Oh my god, it's such a great movie. Okay, hold on.
1: Such a great movie. movie. I just actually went to the Academy Awards. Says being, wait,
0: wait, what?
1: I went to the Academy Awards Museum where they have the Studio Jubilee like exhibit right now, and it's like Spirit Away and all those great animations, and it just made me realize that I was like, oh, animation movies are just sick. They just make you like feel like you are sick. They're just yeah. sick. You know what I mean? Like right. Spirit Away, like the whole like theory of it was just like earth is not just for people and i read that and i was like the movie's so deep anyway sorry (laughs)
0: love that that one is a (laughs) thicky it is a thicky that is just whoa that has emojis but this one looks good because it says being a hoe after so much drama (laughs) and struggling (laughs) with it
1: well as someone who's newly single let's do it right let's okay (gasps) oh yeah i just outed myself Everything's fine. I mean, I, 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 love my ex-boyfriend Anthony, but like technically, yeah, I'm Rose single. is single. Technically, I guess. Um, nothing's going to change cause I do not plan <laughs> on dating. Cause I think honestly, I don't have, I don't have the mental capability to date in this city.
0: You did it for so many years.
1: And I hated it. Yeah.
0: Just and I was right in now, such a great
1: relationship for three years. And, and that it was amazing. And it ended in
0: a very it healthy. It so perfectly.
1: I it's... love that man. Yeah. I still love him. I just am like, let me focus on my shit right now. Right. he's like, let me focus on my shit. And I was like, we'll Hell meet in yeah. the middle.
0: Bam. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And then it. you're still like friends. But
1: I would love to tap into old ho-rose <laughs> yes. to help you out with this. Because um. old ho-rose was She was good. She was very good. She was, you know, I was thinking about it (laughs) because someone was, like, talking about, like, date. Who was it? Um, Oh, one of my coworkers was, like, moving to L.A. And she was, like, I'm matching guys with Hinge. And she was, like, saying things about them. And I was, like, girl, I remember. And I, like, told her, like, three of my stories at once. And she was, like, that was one guy. And I was, like, no, girl, that was three different dudes. But, like, she was just so confused (laughs) by how.
0: No, I just remember, like, when you told me that you and Anthony broke up, I was, like, is Horos pack? No, are like, do we need now? Ho Rose like, has the high, she's a re- <laughs> an Easter Sunday or resurrection for Ho Rose. Uh, <laughs> we just have a party. You ever, you'd always be like, "Oh, it's your funeral." Oh you yeah, once I went
1: into relationship, my funeral died, and then Ho Rose is like zombie apocalypse. All <laughs> right? right, no,
0: I'm resurrected. I'm bitches. resurrected, <laughs> like fucking,
1: you know, Sunday morning. But no, Ho Rose, she's still she's knocking on the coffin. But my ass is like, bitch, you can stay down there. You're fine. <laughs> I'll just throw more dirt on her. Yeah. She's. I'm not ready for Ho Rose.
0: We're. I don't think the world is ready for Ho Rose yet. In a post-COVID world, <laughs> hell we need, no. we need like a few more booster
1: shots. Yeah, we do. Everyone needs a full. Moment. I need. I need more therapy before Ho, Ho Rose <laughs> comes. That bitch needs. to, she needs to like. I didn't realize how much of like being in the relationship with me being like, yeah, Ho Rose kind of like was <laughs> demise to a lot of mics. It stinks, but anyways, I'm sorry.
0: But I'll like channel her to answer this question. She's still there. She's knocking on the coffin. She's
1: here. She's just not driving. Right. She's pa- she's not even passenger. She's the backseat. She's the bitch in the trunk. She's the qui- She is fucking Kim and Slim Shady. She's in the trunk right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was a dark joke, but also Eminem. Ladies and gentlemen, party people. Okay, do you want to read this? No. Okay, so we'll try. Hi, Steph. Oh, spelled it correctly. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, well, no. no. one F. F. Uh, two. two Fs, people. For friends and fucking. Um, <laughs> that was clever. That was really good. How do you spell your name? I'm Steph. F? I mean, two. two Fs. Friends and fucking. Yeah. I love that. You know, those? remember, like, the TikTok videos where someone would be like, they'd be like, what's your name? And you'd be like, Norma. And you'd be like, N for no. No one told mm-hmm. you you could talk to me like that. Oh, for... Or maybe... You I don't never remember. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, hi, Steph. I love you. You are awesome. Happy emoji face. So
0: so loud. That's, that's what, what I needed? Were, Oh, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> just maybe just a little down. Okay, go go.
1: <laughs> I know I'm loud. I know I'm loud. Okay, so make sure the wine is poured and you oh, guys are shit. comfortable because this is going to be a long ride. We, we got, got coffee. coffee. <laughs> Okay, January 2020, before COVID, Uh, January 2020, I met this guy on Tinder. We both agreed that we wanted to be fuck buddies, and it was like that for a while. Two months in, and he starts acting a little different. I'm getting good morning texts and just cutesy shit. I'm sleeping over more often, and we're having actual, actual conversations. So, of course, my ass starts getting attached. Ooh. Worst mistake of my life. July 2020. Ho Rose would never. No, I would never. That's the worst STD next to pregnancy. <laughs> it um, sounds like host stuff. I know. Worst mistake <laughs> of my life. July 2020 during COVID. We were having sex and he was saying, what would it say if I told you I want to get you pregnant?
0: <gasps> what did I just say? The worst STD. Oh my God. Wait, but you agreed to be fuck buddies and now he's saying that he wants to get you pregnant. Yes.
1: And she goes, I'm was in he, complete was he, shock.
0: Was he getting feelings for her too?
1: Uh, it it must seem like it. Cause she, I guess so. Cause I don't know. Do men think pregnant and feelings are the same? <laughs> like do you, that's a real question though. That is a
0: question. But like, oh, maybe he just like wants a kid, but doesn't want a commitment. Like there's people who just want to fucking co-parent.
1: <gasps> oh, that's so great. That's so great. What's his name? Van Jones just did that. He's got a baby with his best friend. I'm like, Oh yeah, but she's Kaylani. I don't know why Van Jones is a newscaster. I'm like, no, he can't handle it. But R&B singer (laughs) Kaylani can. Whatever. They're amazing. Okay. Um, He was like, what if I tell you I want to get you pregnant? I hope he wasn't inside you when he said that. But anyways, I'm in complete shock. He answers his own question (laughs) and says, I know you would let me. Again, I'm in complete shock. So the mood is ruined and I pushed him off of me. Oh, he was inside her when he said this. I pushed him off of me and I go on a full ramble of how I would only want to have kids with a man who loves me and blah, 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 blah. I go home two days later after a thought of a lot of anxiety. I tell him how I have feelings for him to which he says, I oh my know. <gasps> then he sends me a random snap of him Listening to she by Tyler, the Creator, Oh my God, girl. No listening to she by Tyler, the creator. So my stupid ass was like, he's trying to say something or what? And he was like, no, I don't have feelings for you. Uh, we are temporarily forever.
0: What's this? I know the song she, but what is it about? Remind people for, yeah.
1: Oh, she's the one where it's like, it's the, it's kind of him being like, uh, oh fuck I'm trying to do the beat in my head and everything but basically it's a guy that's like yo I, I really want to hang out with you not but
0: like I feel feeling oh, right, yeah, yeah, not yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah,
1: that was yeah, yeah, yeah. a bad interpretation of it no but, no, no, but I know yeah but that song right, not right. And what's her name's not on it though Frank Ocean yes
0: like that one that what song is that one I'm gonna drag it for right, to the, the forest, forest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep and it's like um bring your friend over for the weekend it, yeah, yeah that one no. oh, great song such
0: a great song do you know when
1: that song came out I'm gonna blow your mind
0: 2012
1: yes That song's
0: 10 years years old.
1: Okay. So anyways, so he was playing a new song. Um, So his stupid ass was trying to say that we are only going to be temporary forever. I don't know what that means. Or something like that. This emoji. So I'm like, okay, good luck in your life. We blocked each other for a bit. But remember, I have feelings for him. So my grandfather dies.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. It's another death story. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere there's no period that's sorry. there's no trigger warning <laughs> (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. It just goes into the full sentence. There's no period. There's nothing. Okay. So her grandfather dies the next month. He, um, I'm sorry. That's not funny. I'm so sorry about your grandfather dying, but your grammar made it funny. (laughs) Um, My grandfather dies in the next month and he was uh, like a part of me was just like, he wanted me. Then there was a moment I felt safe in his arms and I wanted and needed him. So I unblocked him and I text him and he says everything that I felt was going through, but I was still blocked. Um, I don't know what that means.
0: Read that again. Okay.
1: <laughs> My grandfather dies the next month and a part of me says I just wanted him. So there was a moment I felt safe in his arms, I think metaphorically, okay. and I wanted him and needed him. So I unblocked him and texted him to okay. say everything I felt, but he still hadn't blocked me. Oh. So I bet she sent it and it came back green.
0: No, she said he still hadn't blocked me. So it went through?
1: No, she's, it's, but still blocked.
0: Oh, okay. okay. So I think so- she
1: sent it and it came back green.
0: Okay, I see.
1: Um, I continue my life and comes October and he texts me the eye emojis. These ones. Mm-hmm. Those ones. And I guess he was trying to unblock me. Well, my stupid ass still had feelings, of course. And I answered. We had sex. Then he goes MIA. <laughs> a week later, a co-worker of mine's who is also friends with him comes to my job. Let's call the first guy Thomas and the second guy Harry. Oh, I can't right now. You're introducing names this far into the email? Okay. So... <laughs> Harry is the coworker. Harry comes to my job and we're just talking and he tells me how his life is going and he asks about my love life and I tell him it's non-existent. Then he says a comment that kind of sparks my interest. He says, well, that's why I came. I knew you weren't with Thomas, the dude that this entire thing is about anymore because he's posting pictures with some Asian girl. Oh, does it matter that she's Asian? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry sorry okay I'm sorry um, he's posting some photos with some girl <gasps> oh, um, I'm dumbfounded because like the fuck we fucked last week and now he's fucking most of the year you know what this reminds me of who you and a certain person me to who remember when a certain person he like all of a sudden stopped fucking you and then he was posting girls photos of her at a wedding Tony who's Tony I don't remember the code names of all the men you fucked.
0: Remember, i oh, 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 Ben, 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 ben. yes, Bobby, ben. Bobby, He's yes. He's been on the show. Yeah,
1: yeah, on the yeah. show but this it's kind like of we makes were, things. We
0: were, yeah, we were like fucking, and, then, and like, then the next
1: thing he was like posting photos of him and a girl at a wedding.
0: Right. Hmm? I Thomas, like, I got Tommy, checked, I checked. I got checked after that because I was like, dude, we were been fucking with no condoms on, and you had a whole ass other person you probably fucking with no condoms. I had to get my ass checked. So get Same. your ass checked. I was fine. I didn't get any, any STDs. But. So
1: she's like dumbfounded because we were fucking last week. So then I started to use my criminal justice classes in handy and became oh a detective. God. I found a girl that knew a girl and started looking at everything. I started dating Harry.
0: Her coworker.
1: No, his coworker. <gasps> this is where it gets weird. I started dating Harry. Another fucking mistake to make him jealous. Okay. okay, December 2020, Thomas contacts me through Snap and sends me a dick pic. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this is messy. Whoa, this is a C. It's going up <laughs> and down and down and up. Okay, it's fucking dis- <laughs> erectile God, it's like dysfunction. It's okay. Junie's like, I don't like this story. She's
0: like, clawing, ow. She's
1: like, I don't like dick pics in Snapchat. To, like,
0: lay on my chest, and then she's, like, clawing. Um, is this person over
1: 18? I, they're lying to you. Oh, they're a Virgo. I can't believe you have that question. Yeah. <laughs> What's your st- Jesus. Virgo. Well, maybe you should be more organized. I don't know anything about Virgos. I'm sorry. I'm not judging you. I think this story is hilarious. I would like for you to interact with me and tell me the story verbatim because this is full of emojis that I can't tell you. Anyways, so he sends you a photo. Thomas sends her a photo of the dick. And I was like, things are working out with you and that girl, huh? And he answers yes. Okay, so that's weird. I wish him a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. Then he blocks me. Then February of 2021, I noticed a fake account watching my Insta stories. I I block that account a couple days later, and then an account with his last name starts watching my videos. And I block that account, and I tell my boyfriend, Harry. You're still dating Harry? You're, so, <laughs> you're still dating Harry? Some time passes. Then June tw- of 2021, he makes another fake sen- um, fakes page and sends what? me a whole bunch of dick pics and videos and just dirty things about, them, um, about us having sex. Wait, was it your videos? I'm off that day, so I wake up at 1 p.m., And he had a text at like 7 or 8 a.m. And in that moment, I was serious about this guy. And I decided to contact his girlfriend, Maria. (laughs) I DM'd Maria. And I was like, I kindly tell your fiance.
0: Wait, I'm so confused. So wait, now. Okay. So to summarize it, she used to be fucking with Thomas. But she got feelings for Thomas. But Thomas was like, nah, I just want to get you pregnant. I don't want to be with you. And so they blocked each other. So now Thomas is with Maria, and like this person is with Harry because and she's in a whole relationship with Harry because she's trying to get Thomas jealous because Thomas always makes fake Instagram accounts to like look at her thing and like censor shit on Snapchat. And now s- somehow he's engaged to Maria, so she's he's she's about to talk to Maria.
1: Yes, and she DMs Maria. She DMs Maria and she's like, Hey, you need to get your man. He needs to stop sending me these photos. I don't like seeing it. I'm very serious about my boyfriend, Harry. Oh, parentheses. This is my actual DM. Maria sends back, When did he send this? I tell her the screen, I show her the screen grab of 8 a.m. He says, We've been dating since 2019, (gasps) which means we started fucking halfway through their relationship of 2020. Yeah, girl, I know why you put the dates. She tells me about how she had a miscarriage and felt like she was never going to be able to get pre- pregnant ever again. So the moment that they ended things was all BS, and that's why he started hooking up with me. It's not that he wanted to have a relationship, but to get a bitch pregnant.
0: What a disgusting Thomas then mother. says that he... He should not be a father. Right. Someone like that should not be a dad.
1: Then he says that he calls me of cheating saying that I was fucking him while I was dating Harry this gets into her, back to Harry and Harry starts feeling that this is start true then he won't stop harassing us with text messages and emails I I'm so heated I call my best friend because I'm good not good at making decisions when I'm heated I know that feeling right. I tell her everything and I'm like the stubbornness will not let me go I want to block him but I can't girl feelings I know it's a drug right um we fix things and we are good for like two months. And then, August of 2021, he texts me that he had gotten his girlfriend pregnant. But then he cheated on me a couple days after the situation with Thomas. Wait, Wait what? what?
0: Did Harry get someone pregnant? Did Harry get Maria pregnant? I'm, I'm so
1: confused. See, okay,
0: you know how, look,
1: remember the last time I was like, I think this is a fake email.
0: This is not a fake
1: email. I feel like this is a fake email. Really? I don't know. First of all, it was written by a Virgo. (laughs) I'm just
0: kidding. (laughs) But no, there's something because
1: I'm like, wait, there's like, it's like, I think it's, I think it's okay. I think it's real. Okay, But I also, because they want to be anonymous, I also think that enough of it was changed. Do you know what I mean? That they want it to be, because now that like apparently someone got some other girl pregnant. Wait,
0: who did she say got pregnant? But she doesn't
1: say. She just says, Harry and I got things fixed. We stayed together that night and then two months later he texts me and says that he got another girl pregnant. So I guess Harry did fuck with her, but then he cheated on me a couple days after the situation with Thomas. Okay, what? so Harry did cheat on homegirl. Oh, Harry cheated on. I got another girl pregnant. May, Cause Thomas was lying and saying that we're homegirl And I were hooking up, right? The girl who wrote the letter, right. we'll call her Alicia. So Alicia and <laughs> Harry are dating and Thomas goes to Harry and is like, yo, Alicia and I've been fucking. And that's not true. And so then what happens is though, she's like, okay, let's make things up with Harry. And then Harry's like, just kidding. I've been cheating on you. Ooh. I got a girl pregnant after and it started after i accused you of sleeping with thomas and then she said um all that uh, bs i break things off with him but i keep him as someone to fuck oh and she said another mistake
0: question mark so she's just keeping her other ex harry as someone just to fuck
1: yes while
0: he's like about to have a kid with someone else
1: yes After all that, December of 2021, Thomas comes back around. I had unblocked him and made fun of his separation to his wife, Maria, and I never blocked him back. So he DMs me again, and I'm interested in the tea of why they separated. He didn't give any tea, so I blocked him again. Okay, bitch, hold on. Wait, pause. You basically just wanted to know why your horrific ex's boyfriend's wife and him broke up and then he didn't tell you why and then you blocked him that seems that's that's, that's that seems, weird <laughs> that's suspicious that's right that's just, not a reason that's you know i think maybe honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna be i'm gonna be yeah be i'm real. gonna be hk right i'm gonna give the bad okay, advice right. maybe it's you
0: maybe they broke up because of you Well, it well here's the thing like he clearly seems toxic but there is toxic traits in you too that we are seeing red flags So what?
1: Because she goes, life has been good because I got five guys in my roster and I'm just trying to figure out how to get them not attached. But it's so fucking hard. Like one of them is already like obsessed with me and I just can't tell if it's sex, which means that I have to cut it off soon because feelings are going to get hurt and it's just going to be my own damn fault.
0: Yeah. Well, that's literally what she said. Yes.
1: It's going to be my own damn fault. Oh, shit. There's the one, they're the ones that obsessed with me, but I'm not really into him and sex is wonderful, but I believe in ducking, fucking, fucking, what's that word? Um, wait, hold on. Let me like, okay, maybe it's an autocorrect. So let's Google it and see what word she probably meant Ma- to say. Ma- is it misogyny?
0: Is it? No, oh, it's a real word. Who A person who derives sexual gravi- gratification from their own pain or Oh, she
1: misspelled masochistic. Oh, she's oh, a masochist. masochist. She's okay. a masochist, but she spelled it very interesting. Right. Okay, she was like, but I'm a fucking masochist. Okay, you know that you are. That's fine.
0: So, oh, math, like, did- to describe what that means for people. It's like so so a masochist...
1: So Webster Dictionary is a person who derives sex and gratification from the pain and pleasure of other people as well as your own humiliation, right? Uh, so for some ways when... For a long time when I was at the, when Rose Ho was at her height and it was like getting really toxic, it was masochistic because it was the whole idea that I was just fucking to feel. Right. Right. And it wasn't about like the idea of gratification or having good sex. It was just that I wanted to it just feels. basically feel something. Then there are people who are super masochistic where they like being humiliated in the acts of rejection and sex. Right. Mm. So there's like layers to it and everything. Like I
0: love when my boyfriend treats me like a dirty slut.
1: No, that's just that's just kinks. Okay. That's fine. But like the idea of like sleeping with many many people and she kind of breaks it down where she's like i want men to want me but i don't want them back Uh, and then that way it hurts their feelings but i don't know and i also just want free dinner okay stop it ladies it is 2022 we need to stop using men for free dinner yeah because that's
0: also a waste of your time and their time like it's not worth it we okay first of all i did the
1: math i did the math it's not even minimum wage. The emotional labor that you right. get from a free meal with a it's guy for two and a half, is yeah.
0: so stupid. And a lot of times, you don't even want to be at that dinner. Do you really want to yeah. sit and eat with someone you, like, don't really care for? Like, come on. Oh, my God. But the best
1: part is we haven't gotten to the...
0: But it's not even about that. They just want to feel special. They want to be taken care of. It's beyond that. But this is, no. this, this
1: is... Okay, so we read all that, right? So 45 minutes, basically, later. And the question is, the advice I need, though, is... <laughs> How do I keep my heart out of the equation? <laughs> Bitch, put your heart in the equation. Right? <laughs> exactly. <That's> my
0: advice. <laughs> I think, Why? Why do you need it out of the equation?
1: I'm aware that I'm an emotional person, so it's a little hard to continuously be working on staying unattached. No, no. You're not. First no, of all, yeah. you're like, okay, homegirl, let me be real with you. We're, we were teasing you, and I hope you know we're laughing with you, not at you, right? The whole point, though, is... You right now can't say you aren't attached. You you kept Thomas, a married man, in and out of your life for an entire year and started fucking another man to make him you're not you are attached and that is completely fine. Hoeing is not for everyone. Okay. It It isn't for me. I really
0: tried I tried so hard to be unattached and having like fun and having, you know, whatever. It was very difficult for me.
1: Hoeing is not for the fan of heart. Hoeing is blood types. Not all blood types can work with other blood it's types. It's so true. Yeah. I am O negative. I am a universal donor, but I can't get anyone's blood. You know what right, I mean? And that's right. how I am. Yeah. I can go around and I can fuck as many people as I want and absolutely not feel anything. Yeah. So I'm good. But that's just because I'm built like that. Right. I'm built different.
0: Yeah, And it's you, okay. Yeah, and I that's know. okay.
1: And you, you're not, not like that. No. You're like I, I actually- tried to be
0: like that because it sounded fun. It, I wanted to be like that. You and know? then you're like, you're like I'd rather not put myself through that because it actually makes me feel really uncomfortable, you know?
1: One thing that I, and it's, it's not for everyone, right? right? And one thing that I really like, I have a lot of issues with the TV show Euphoria. However, last I week's episode, it, I, yeah. I know I love to hate it. Last week's episode, <laughs> this is not a spoiler. Maddie has a conversation with a woman that goes, are you oh, sure yeah. you want problematic relationships? Because I used to think that. And that's very true. People yeah. think they want the love in a heart, hope love in a hopeless place no 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 those relationships are not fun they're cute they're entertainment they make for a good story but it's at temporary. what price though the amount of therapy at what price You're are just you having creating these-
0: more drama and damage and trauma to yourself that is like you probably already got a bunch of those from your childhood yeah you know what i mean we already have a whole stack of them why keep stacking it up
1: i don't need I don't more like,
0: i don't need more i, I don't mean like more. i get like we, we need it sometimes i guess to to learn but like you kind of have to get to a point that like if you've already done this a million times and have had this sick cycle, like it needs to stop, you know? Yeah. We and don't so, need to
1: be on the like,
0: for me, it was like, I really tried to be built like Rose in a sense of just having sex, with all these people and not feel a thing and have fun. And like, I did that and yeah. Okay. I had fun, but like, I always felt so damaged and hurt mm-hmm. afterwards that it created this abandonment issue on top of the bain issue I already had. Mm-hmm. So it just, it created more damage than I needed, you know? And so, and the price I paid right.
1: was I was really good at fucking with people and not feeling any emotion whatsoever. And then I find a guy who gets my emotions, Anthony. Right. And what happens is then I become so obsessive about worrying about losing it that I realized that my, nonchalant I don't care tactics don't work I have right. to be vulnerable have I have to. and then I'm true. like I don't know where to put my hands like why I'm so I'm freaking out because he hasn't texted me back that's weird I've never had that right. so I'm stunned you like don't know what to do
0: with these emotions because you're so used to never having it exactly versus me where I was like it was so much more calmer because I already had it I've already had that feeling so many times and yeah. like the anxiety just goes down. Cause so I'm like, it's fine.
1: It's an ebb and a flow on either right. of them, but neither are great and neither is bad. Right. But I'm pros telling you, and cons. but I will say my way of life is a little badder. It's not the it, good one. <laughs> it's not, it's really not. Yeah.
0: I mean, it just, there's always a price you pay with everything because I get it. The reason why a lot of us are so scared to be vulnerable is just leads to obviously being hurt. Mm-hmm. It's losing something and feeling rejected and, feeling heartbroken like that's why a lot of us have this wall up but I just think it's like a human experience. And this is something I had to tell myself too. is like, it's okay to feel something. Like if anything, that's like such a great gift to have, you know, just, like just as much as like, it is a great gift to just like not feel anything and have fun. It's also a great gift to feel something. And it's like, it's okay. It's your personal experience. It's your own experience. Cause at one point you will feel something. Cause eventually you felt something. I felt, you felt something. vulnerable. It was amazing. You can, you can scary. never, <laughs> it's scary. you can never run away from like those feelings, no matter how many times you try to hide it. Trust you know? me. I- tried. Yeah. You know, I tried right, to hide tried. from it. And it's like some people are capable of, you know, not feeling as much as others. People have a spectrum yep. of that, you know, and just understanding what that is and I think just like holding yourself emotionally responsible, like I I don't know, I feel like it's um I feel like in all of this I felt like you kind of called this person out on their toxic traits and I feel like we know that there's toxic traits of yours that I don't think was really held accountable.
1: Yeah. Or shown. you brought them up. You brought them up, but what like, are you going to do with that?
0: Right. I think, you know, if I did talk to you one-on-one, I would really want to like, if we had like a therapy session, I would actually talk less about what he did. And I would want to know like about yours, because I still feel like there's so much more to the story. Cause mm-hmm. again, we were like, wait, what happened? What happened? Uh, uh. and what was this need? and I feel like all those cut corners just because it was your red flags your vulnerability Mm -hmm. showing and we need to not skip over that and I get it's an email can only say so much but it, but you, you did know. say a lot in the email. Yeah. But I and I
1: also would like to know what is the obsession of wanting to know why Thomas's relationship failed.
0: Right. Like that I feel like He's says a Thomas lot. Thomas is a drug.
1: We I mean we've all had Thomas's in our right. lives. Right. We've
0: all had we've all had Thomas's. So it's just this obsession of just like, you know, yeah, we're not together. We're not doing this anymore, but I still just want to know. And it's just kinda like this this sick obsession is just a waste it's, of time. Yeah. It's just, it, it does not nothing. healthy boo. You should it's take not, care of yourself. It's not self love. It does, It's not self care to like put yourself in this situation with Thomas. Like move the fuck on. Yeah. Like, and with Harry, I don't even know what that was. I don't know. That's the thing that Harry is also a question mark too, because I feel like, there's so much to the story that I feel like you're not saying because mm-hmm. there's a big part that you probably did as well too. Because I think, I think, and one part in email she said she was just trying to get Thomas jealous.
1: Yeah, you with said, Harry, right?
0: Yeah, and then so I'm sure Harry is feeling that in some way. So that plays effect. That's a red flag right there on your end. Yeah. So and again, the
1: thing about red flags are they can be washed and clean. They could. The whole idea of a red flag is that it does not mean that it's a permanent thing. A lot of people. We all have red
0: flags. I have hella red flags. (sighs) Like, we all have it. It's just, you know, like, I think just recognizing it. And, again, it's just the human experience. of We're we're never going to be perfect. So just always, I think, holding yourself accountable and recognizing what you need to work on versus pointing fingers and also putting yourself in situations that are just, like, not good for you. you Yeah.
1: And then the idea of becoming obsessive over someone else's failures. Like that's just don't do that.
0: Right. Like you like want him to be like be unhappy so he could like be with you. Like it's weird. Like I just feel like why why give a fuck about Thomas? Like Thomas does nothing for your life. He tried to get you pregnant because like his girlfriend couldn't get pregnant and like
1: Yeah that's weird.
0: He'd like when you guys would block each other and unblock each other. Like what a that's that's that shit's fucking addicting. And it's like unhealthy and why don't do that don't i never understood that. That. i've never
1: been you know me i've never been a blocker like i've never yeah. I've, I've probably
0: been i've blocked. done it but like i think as i've gotten older it's been less because i'm just like yeah whatever.
1: i've it's been just, i've probably been blocked i don't know yeah. but like i also don't tip my toe back into those things. But the, right. like you said, the blocking thing, it, it's a sense of power.
0: It is. And
1: when you feel as though in this situation, our young reader like didn't feel like she had a lot of power and that's the power you have and then was mad that he also used that power against, against her. her. And yeah. so then you have to like reevaluate the fact that, girl, you got more value. You you know yeah. what? I liked, your, I liked your emojis. And she
0: had a death in her family, so she felt extremely yeah. vulnerable. So she went back to like what felt makes her feel good is this drug you know, and this like it's kind of like euphoria. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like to bring that up, but like, you know, it's just it's. No
1: no 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 no, no,
0: no, no me. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on top of the world. Oh, that's but terrible. you know, it's just like you're you feel lonely you feel vulnerable like every character in that show feels incredibly lonely and insecure and like just looking for something to feel something you know and so and instead of just really trying to like look within themselves and trying to face that they look into validation from others to drugs to you know and and to like material things like it's through sex whatever like they're all looking and sourcing from everything else and we're, we're all a victim of that I've shit till this day do that at times yeah. you know but it's just again this is an example of that like you felt really vulnerable because of the passing of someone and you just ran to this drug because you don't know how to sit with yourself and and understand your feelings so yeah, going back to, like, what advice can you give to to not, like, feel anything? No. Like Rose said, feel it. That's exactly what you need to do. You, actually you need, to need to put to, your
1: heart back into it.
0: You actually need to feel everything and allow yourself to cry and feel, you know, like it just sad and it's okay mm-hmm. like it's it's the process of healing.
1: And if you re- if you really if you really want to be a hoe, you got to be a hoe with other hoes. Like that's a that right. is unfortunately something I had to learn because I did fuck with a lot of people's feelings, you know what I mean? Especially like when I started dating Anthony right. and all the guys that felt like they could be the Anthony's in my lives were coming for me and coming for him. Right. And I was able to like just be like, "No, bros, he's different." And he was, right? right? right. But it's the whole idea that you You have five guys in your roster. And what I think the important thing is, is you got to make sure that, like, if you don't want to play with feelings, play with the guys that just are the same as you.
0: Right. It, re- sure it just helps. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like you, one of the best things is when I was fucking around with Derek, like he was just the perfect match because it was literally he, <laughs> Derek. Uh, Derek was this comedian that I used to fuck. Okay. And he, it was just perfect. <laughs> the, you know why I never talked about him? What? Because it was the perfect fuck buddy. Right. I know he was also fucking around. He was also a hoe. Right, right. I was also a hoe. We were able to have conversations. We were adults and then about it. We were such adults about it. And we would get together and talk about how he was like, girl, I found the wrong hoe. And I was like, I know you did. Right. Like I also found the wrong male hoe you have to find people who are also willing and know how to play your game you-
0: just how it is to find a soulmate a partner it's like the same thing finding that perfect oh hoe. there's soul holes there's there's, soul de- holes. Oh, there's
1: definitely so hoes like you know what i mean for like sure. not
0: not every hoe is the right hoe for mm-hmm. you like just that every guy or girlfriend is the right girlfriend or boyfriend for you like it's just like you're gonna come across people not wanting the same things it's just it's just the whole game of dating it's Yeah. Just, it's, it is what it is, you know, so.
1: But you just, if you, I would just say for all those hoes out there, don't, don't
0: play with the,
1: don't lie to yourself and don't play emotions with people who are just not on the hoe status that you are on. It's right. not fair to them. I and mean, if you
0: are emotional, like, I think just, like, saying that, be like, I do get attached, but I do want to have fun and I'm horny. Yeah. So, like let's figure out a way to do this without getting attached and again that's something that like you have to figure out on your but own but you got to know what game because i get playing. it because like for me it was a struggle because i was fucking horny and just wanting like just you know to feel like sex and a dick and shit like but i also just was like get attached you yeah. know so it like i just had to figure out ways and obviously i failed a lot <laughs> but if you know i think what if i would go back I would be more honest with myself. Yeah. I like could be like, okay, I am attached because I think a lot of times I'd be like, oh, I'm not attached. Like I could do this. I could do this. I try to like show the guys that I was capable, but it was, I was lying, you, you know? know? And
1: I would do the opposite. I would be like, yeah, no, I really like hanging out with you. Can I leave <laughs> well, now. You know what I mean? Seven, and it's not, neither way is healthy. You've got to find
0: that balance. Right. So I just think being honest, be like, I get attached. So maybe let's not like go on dates, but I maybe like, or cuddle, whatever zero, it is that yeah. makes you feel like it's a relationship, you know, yeah, but
1: also like it's okay, you know, just maybe And if you get
0: attached, just say it, be like maybe, and just figure it out from there. Yeah, there's different types of attachment, you know, there's super glue,
1: there's right. velcro, there's snap buttons, there's right. zippers, <laughs> there's uh, <laughs> there's uh, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. anyways, we Pluck are- yourself. <laughs>
0: I know. We are like an hour and 20 minutes in. I'm like, did we just like my start? Like, did we just, I know. I'm
1: just always like, hey, go ahead, plug yourself.
0: <laughs> you have to go first. Yeah. So I'm your girl, Stephanie Mackey. No. I'm kidding.
1: Um, <clears throat> Rose Macleys. But you can find me at Rose underscore Etta Stone, Stone or the new blog We're on, on the the block. Block. com Or check out BMF season two airing. Woo. Oh, I should have. I don't know. Sometime end of this year. Okay, but episode two oh eight is about to be fired.
0: That's the one you wrote. That's the one I wrote. <laughs> 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 that's gonna be so exciting. I know. I'm really excited.
1: But yes, um, that's where you can find <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then follow me,
0: Stephanie Megan Ergotherapy All that shit is there. You guys send me more questions. Yes. And so we could talk more shit. The more questions you guys send me, the more episodes you get. So go to brokegirltherapy. There's a contact sheet. Y'all can fill it out. Tell me your signs and all that shit.
1: And Rose won't judge you. <laughs> okay, or bye. Will I? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I will. No, no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy.
0: Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. broke girl girl therapy. Broke girl therapy.